Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. And we are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, tonight I thought we could talk about The Purge. Oh, The Purge. The Purge. When I say purge or purging, what do you think of? I think of cleaning house. Mm-hmm. I can go along with that. Both physically, mm-hmm. getting rid of things. Mm-hmm. And then if I take it another level, purging different emotions or things in my life that don't serve me anymore. I like that. Yeah, I think about how you move forward with less and how you let go. And I agree. I think it could be physical. What are you actually letting go of? But I think also emotionally and mentally, what mindset are you uh, clearing or purging or trying to get to? So what work do you have to do in order to get there? Yeah, that's a a good point. What do I want to get to? Mm -hmm. Because normally when I'm purging, let's say something at my house, it's because I it's I'm done. I the flow's not working for me anymore. I'm not feeling a sense of peace about it, mm-hmm. and I want to get to that. So if I apply that physical part to emotions, it's like something's making me feel unsettled. Mm-hmm. What do I have to get rid of to get that peace back? That is it. I think about, and I know it seems you know trite probably at this point, but what is it that will bring me joy? Or how do I get that joy back? And sometimes when my physical space is cluttered, then my mental space becomes cluttered. And I feel like I can't move through things or move past until I declutter everywhere. So physical spaces and then also my mind and put my mind at ease or, you know, again, be thinking forward, moving forward towards bringing joy back in or happiness back in or just maybe sitting with what is cluttering my mind and sorting through it so then I have clarity. Yeah, that's a good point, Casey. You know, I like to, everyone says, oh, you're so organized. Mm-hmm. You are I very organized. Like, <laughs> but I like organization because mm-hmm. it makes me feel calm. Everything has its place. It's my operating mode. Mm-hmm. I know where to find this. It's more efficient. Yes. If things are cluttered, then I'm like, you know, got an underneath tone of out of control. Mm-hmm. And so I like things that are calm and flowing. Uh, some people do like what I might consider cluttered, mm-hmm. but for them, they can find everything they need. Sure. So that's interesting that you bring that up, Jill, because as you know, I've been helping my parents with what I call the big purge of 2020-21 because it's moved well into 21, which is totally fine. They moved out of my childhood home. They downsized, and they got a house that they can continue to grow old in, which I'm super excited for them. But that is physical work, emotional work, the mental space that you have to be in just to approach 40-plus years in one place in the accumulation of your life's treasures it's been very interesting and so the benefit of that is when I then go to my home and I'm like okay 
I do not want to have anyone else have to purge for me. I will take care of these things myself because I also like organization. And sometimes I kind of laugh at myself because I can be a little bit of a messy Marvin, you know, like, but what you said about some people can walk into a room and they know exactly where things are, whereas you might walk in and think, this room gives me the heebie-jeebies. Right, yeah. Right. It's so disorganized. It's so cluttered. It's so whatever. There's way too much of everything. But for some people, it works. They that want is to be theirs. surrounded yes. by their things. Yes. Um, for, that gives them the comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing against that. So I can only imagine what you're going through helping clear out a mm-hmm. home of 40 years mm-hmm. of memories you know, because I can be sentimental about sure. things. I look at a picture and mm-hmm. think, oh, that was at my grandma's house. Right. How I feel when I look at it. So I can only imagine raising a family for 40 years. Right. And going through things and saying, okay, yeah, it's it's time because this is Johnny's toy, John Deere tractor. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Johnny's 47 now. Right. And I do completely understand where my parents are coming from because it is their lifetime of being a family, of having kids, of raising them. My mom had an in-home daycare for more than 40 years, and she raised not only the five of us, but pretty much everyone else's kids around the block and in the neighborhood. And so the memories are so valuable, and I think that that also has been why it has been difficult and quite a bit of time to do because that sense of letting go feels like giving up a life, giving up a lifetime, giving up on all of these wonderful experiences and memories and things that made our family so whole in that house. So it's been interesting. I think about when is it time to purge, right? Like I get those heebie-jeebies coming home mm-hmm. from the big purge of my parents' house. I also think about sometimes just when something's run its course. Like it's just no longer serving the purpose in which maybe I had it. And that's a physical thing. Sometimes I have to purge myself of relationships when those no longer are serving. Or just recognizing that sometimes relationships end because why someone was in your life was momentary. It was just for a certain reason, maybe a certain season, and then the time's up. And that that can be okay. It can be difficult, but I think sometimes it's necessary to evaluate and take stock of what is truly needed and then how do I move forward with or without it. Yeah, and you know, we talk about this a lot when we go to the gym. We are not in this for the sprint. We're in this for the long haul. We're doing the marathon. We're doing the marathon, right. And when you look at maybe a relationship that ended, it could have, it's just, it's, it wasn't for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because for that time, it was supposed to be in your life Mm -hmm. and you learned something, you enjoyed the moments that you did have. Right. But it wasn't the it wasn't the long term. It wasn't mm-hmm. the long haul relationship, and that's no foul because with everything, we learn something, we 
put it in our life experience, and then we move on. Sure. And take it to the next one. Um, so it's not um, bad to purge and clean and know that, you know what, things are coming to an end. Right. It's just not jiving. It doesn't feel all cylinders are firing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say it was great while it lasted, had some fun, learned some things, great experiences, but you know what? I'm in it for the long haul, and it's time to say adios. I like that a lot, Jill, and I think what it's hitting for me is that nerve sometimes that I keep going on with the what-ifs or the woulda, coulda, shouldas, right? And that then starts to contribute to that negative self-talk. And I do have to like literally stop and tell myself, stop thinking about what if or what could have been or what should have been. I mean, my goodness, we're doing this podcast because our lives have turned out exactly as they are supposed to be, not how we thought they were going to be. So you would have thought I've already learned that lesson. But there are times where I have to take that step back. And I really do have to say, okay, no more what ifs. This is the reality. This is what was needed. And I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to be better for it. It doesn't make it easy. It doesn't make it uh, wrong. It just means I'm recognizing it's time. Yeah. And you know what? We're human beings. Mm -hmm. We all feel that. You know, but it's about surrendering. I like that, Jill. Surrender to it. Don't try to control it. Mm-hmm. And many, many years ago, I heard that saying, um, you know, with relationships, if you love something, set it free. If it's yours, it will come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing worse than when you're someone's trying to control you. Right. So the last thing you'd ever want to mm-hmm. do is try to control somebody and make them stay right. when it's like, no, I'm ready to spread my wings. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got to go. Right. And so it's like, yeah, go do your thing. Be free. Um, thanks for what you brought into my life. But now it's time to go. Sure. So, Jill, let's think about what are those practical steps, if there are any practical steps, to truly being able to let go. So if we were to give our best tips to all of our listeners, what do you think would be the simple steps for letting go? If there are simple steps. <laughs> uh, right, right. I think one is discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a weird example. Okay, but I'll it. share it. Yay. <laughs> so we had a pitch-in at work, mm-hmm. and I brought brownies, and I had extra brownies. Nice. And so it was time to let them go (laughs) because I knew I needed discipline Mm -hmm. because I had it. I was strong at five o'clock at night to toss them and throw them out. But at 10 o'clock at night, if they were in my kitchen, all of a sudden I would need to eat Mm-hmm. brownies right and <laughs> that is not going to serve me I'm sure. gonna sleep terrible mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel bad about myself right. and it's just not good nutrition wise anyway right so I think maybe 
one step is discipline. Put some borders around mm-hmm. your thing. Okay, that was with um, food, but let's say it's a relationship. Okay, you know what? Maybe you need to block the caller. Sure. Um, not be friends with them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, um, engage with, you know, a friend of a friend and say, oh, well, how so? Sure, yes. You know, so hold yourself accountable. Put some borders up. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you have to do to um, make yourself realize that, okay, this is for real. Right. I'm giving it up. Mm-hmm. I'm purging it yeah. because I'm not going to stay in a situation that's going to keep me in the past mm-hmm. when I have all of this future that I've got to go out and live. Right. I agree. And I think. For me, personally, it's a matter of if I say it out loud, then for whatever reason, it's in the universe and the universe somehow is going to hold me accountable. But I also know that sometimes I just have to get it out. Like, okay, I'm clearly not doing this on my own or maybe I'm waffling back and forth and I'm giving myself too much grace or too much leeway to not purge, be it you know, watching something that is just a time waster or not spending my time in a productive way. Maybe it's actual things, right? Going through my closet on a more regular basis or walking by the pile on the table of mail that why am I even bringing it inside? Take care of it before you even come inside because you walk by the trash can, right? So say it out loud, set an expectation, let other people hear it, And then ask for help. Hey, if I slip, can you just pull me back? You know, can you just pull me along? Because I'm letting you know this is my intention and that I might need help along the way staying true to what I'm letting go of. That's a really good point. Bring people in on your decision. Because we say it probably every podcast, we don't do life alone. We don't. You're never alone. No. Bring someone in that says, hey, you know what, Jill, the next time we're shopping, you know I do not need another pair of shoes. Right. Right. So hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be something as little as that. Or it can be, you know what, Jill, make sure that I am not going to surround myself with Tina anymore because you know that she's not a good friend to That's me. It. Mm-hmm. And that, you mm-hmm. know, she did not... Do me well. Right. So hold me accountable. That's important. I think it is super important. And I think, too, when you're setting expectations, those are those parameters. Those are those boundaries that you are talking about. And then understanding that there should be consequences. There should be accountability. Because on the other side of that, we want to celebrate. When we do purge, I, for me, whoo, When I walk inside my house and things are where they're supposed to be, I am so excited. I am like a giddy little schoolgirl because I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's put away. Like This is why I can't continue to procrastinate when I do my laundry and I fold it. It it can't sit in the basket. It's got to go, my clothes have got to go in the dresser or in the closet or wherever they go and not sit in that dang basket for a week and I just grab something. Nope. Like that... That to me is, I have to purge a mental mindset that it's okay <laughs> to, you know, not complete that process. But again, that's a change. That's, you know, one of those things. And I think, again, 
then have a dance party in your kitchen when you have done what you say you're going to do and you have truly purged, you truly have let go and you've moved on and you're bringing joy or happiness or whatever that positivity that's needed right back into your life. Celebrate it. Yeah, relish that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, so today I threw the brownies out last Uh night. I am relishing that feeling today. Remember how that feels Mm -hmm. because you know what? The pan of brownies is going to come back again. Right. And so I'm going to know how it feels to have that discipline, to purge it, to move forward, to look at the bigger picture of life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what it's about. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not the here and now. It's not the YOLO. It's the, I've got an extended life. Mm-hmm. And the future's always bright. Right. And that's what you want to focus on is, you know, get the stuff out of your life that's not serving you. Mm-hmm. It's holding you back because everything is out there for the taking. And it, you need to be available to take it. I agree. And what an exciting way to live your life, just accepting what comes to you and having room for it. So with that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.